Hey, I'm Garrett. And I'm Daniel. And this is Modern Gaze. On today's episode, we are diving into a trend that's been taking social media by storm. We're talking about gay math. And you may have heard of girl math, boy math, all the different types of math that are out there in the community, but gay math has its own entire division, which shares a lot of relatable humor and light on our own personal experiences. So grab your calculators, because we're about to crunch some numbers. So what is gay math? We've been doing it without realizing it. But now, because of a TikTok phenomenon, Mm. we are actually quite aware of the unique algorithms and formulas that we set in place to make shit make sense. Gay math is essentially just a read, right? Or it's a roast. Mm. It's a spit pork roast, girl. So based on my research, Mm. the gay math trend is actually a part of a larger social media phenomenon. Okay. And it started with this thing called girl math, right? Initially, girl math was this lighthearted way for women to make fun of themselves. It seems as though we're always inspired by the girls. You the know, girls. girl dinner, gay dinner, girl math, gay math. Well, it, it evolved. Girl math is like, you know, packing a minimum 14 pairs of underwear for a seven-day trip. Oh, I think that's not much compared to how much underwear you pack when we go away. Well, I follow the rules of girl math in you that also, situation. You yes. also make us buy more underwear when we're on vacation. Correct. <laughs> but in the context of gay math, it's used to make humorous or relatable observations about our community, right? Right. So essentially, it's a read, it's a roast, it's a judgment, <laughs> preconceived notion as we already discussed. Well, it's a way for us to like roast ourselves or like shed some light on... The shared cultural experience. Yeah, in like a humorous, lighthearted way, right? What are some examples of gay math? So gay math is like being scared of seeing people across the street, but then inviting a random (laughs) guy over that has a headless torso picture on his grinder or scruff account to your house for some sex. Yeah, no problem. Gay math. Gay math. Yeah. Yeah. Like one coffee is one coffee. Uh Two coffees is one coffee. Right. Three coffees is also one coffee. So as many coffees as you want, it's one coffee. So it's like, let's go have a coffee. I can have three coffees. 50 coffees, one coffee. Oh. Yeah, I just had some coffee today. Okay. It doesn't so matter had, the number. So it means I had a lot of coffee. Correct. And the also thing is like body count. It actually works in reverse. So oh. like when you say that you have like a body count of like 50, mm. it's actually 20, maybe ah. 25. Because half of them don't count. They were kind of mediocre. Uh, so if you had 10, you actually had five. Okay. So then like if I put in my maps and like I'm going for a walk, I'm going to go for a strut. And it says, you know, it's going to take me 25 minutes or 20 minutes half to get that, there. Half of that. Half of the time for a gay man to walk there because we walk very we fast. We just walk fast. Which we do. Yeah. Yeah. I love walking fast. Top plus top equals looking for a third. <laughs> or a bottom plus bottom equals friend zoned. Halloween equals gay, gay Christmas. Christmas. Amen, girl. And when you're wearing a Speedo, you're fully clothed. Oh. Yeah. So one Speedo equals fully clothed. Okay. Dad. Equals dad. Oh. Daddy equals hot, sexy guy. (gasps) Let me call you daddy, 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 daddy. Mom equals mom. Mommy equals you got issues, girl. Oh. And mother equals Sasha Colby. Yeah, you have options. You have Sasha Colby, Taylor Swift, Beyonce. RuPaul is mother. Only to drag queens. Yes. Or a female pop star of your choice. I mean, Lisa Renner might be your mother. Absolutely not. She is, she's like queen, oh, queen. but not mother. Okay. Obviously gay math. So would Lisa Vanderpump be mother maybe? Correct. Okay. I get it. Yeah. 
you educated me today. Thank you. <laughs> I learned something today, guys. Well, everyone has their own equation mm. and their own formula hypotheses. Hypotheses. You know, so it's like we all make it our own thing. Like, I think gay math in general is just like these stereotypes that we can say with some lighthearted humor that are also borderline offensive. I think the gay math equation has a deeper underlying rooted message behind it. I think it could be like a deeper message. Yeah. To say the least. It is this trend. It is a funny comical, like everyone's a comedian. Let's come up with like all our own gay maths. Right. Right. And it's a trend that will eventually stop. Of course. But the actual behavior isn't going to. Like, we all still do all these things. I think it kind of like constantly gets worse, the behavior. And it's just kind of like built off of, like, like Starbucks in America is going to be, like, forever enshrined in this kind of, like, iced coffee gay fabulousness. Mm. Like... Pumpkin spice latte is always right. going to be a thing, you know, once a year. Well, I think let's kind of talk about that for a minute because Halloween's coming up. It's the festive seasons. It's essentially gay Christmas, like you said. Mm. What are some of your favorite things about Halloween? Halloween, I love that somebody in someone's circle is going to have a party. Yes. And you're invited. Yes. And it's going to be fun. Okay. So there's always something that can be going on for Halloween. I think that's the thing, right? With Halloween, you have to know somebody that's throwing a party. Otherwise you end up in WeHo on the Santa Monica Boulevard Strip. Yeah. And that's a bit of a shit show. Yeah, it's crazy. So you can start there yeah. or you can end there, okay. but you don't want it to be the only thing you got. Mm. You know? I think Halloween, speaking of gay math and numbers and money, let's talk about money, girl. Okay. Halloween can be expensive. Yes. Because you got to pay your costume. Then you got to pay maybe a circuit party or you got to pay to get into some type of event. And then you got to pay for your Ubers. Then you got to pay for your drinks. There's a lot of stuff you got to pay for to get to Halloween. Here's some <laughs> more math. Okay. So you want to go see a Beyonce, Taylor Swift, and Madonna tour, right? That's going to cost you about three grand. Beyonce, yeah, three artists, $1,000 a ticket. Right. Okay, okay, I'm with you. Then you also need to get there, right? So you're going to Uber there because you're going to like, you know, want to pregame and like have yeah. some fun, whatever. So that's like three different Ubers there and back. That's going to cost you another maybe $1,000 in total. $1,000? Are yeah, you getting an Uber black? Getting an Uber is impossible. So you're going to have to pay the premium charge. You're going to have to pay for the, the top, 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 whatever right. level. Well, they're right? fabulous. Sure, yeah. So now you spent... Nearly four grand. Right. Just right? on tickets and Uber. And this is also assuming that you live in the city that this is all happening right. in, right? But say it's not. Maybe you have to travel a bit. Let's add maybe $500 in airfare for each one. And what about accommodation? Plus accommodation, right? So that's another $3,000 now. So oh. you're looking at like anywhere from like six to $7,000. You're going to three shows. You're going to Beyonce, you're going to Taylor, and you're going to Madonna. You can game at the shit out of that to make it make sense for you. And however you can talk to yourself, like this is the most important thing. Right. Now, on the other side of this, a lot of other things that are very expensive for gays to do, right, other than self-care, is IVF and having, a baby, and having right? a baby. Right. Right. So if you want to have a baby... You also have to 
basically spend anywhere from one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollars U.S. U.S. to go through the entire process right. of creating embryos and finding a surrogate uh-huh. and working potentially with an agency and like just going through all that whole process. But what so, about also buying a house in a neighborhood? That's also make, probably another down payment of a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars. Correct. So if you want to buy a house, what about if I want to buy a car? Or if you want to buy like a Maserati? A Porsche. You want to buy a Bugatti? Yeah, but I buy a Bugatti. You can, or you want to have a baby, you want to have a Bugatti, or you want to have a house. Then you ain't going to no concert. But if you really don't care about those three things, guess how many Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and Madonna's concerts you can go to? 7,000 divided 150. I want to say 20. If you just want to pick one artist, right? You can go to like 40... Taylor Swift concerts. Look, I don't need to go to 40 Taylor Swift concerts. One is suffice. Well, you're obviously not a, a Swifty or a part of the beehive. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. What, do, what does Madonna call her people? The Vogas. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. What do you think that she calls them? Uh, I don't know. Madonna. Poor after buying her oh. tickets. Okay. But the point is, is like we can always make what we want to do or what we want to make happen make sense financially mm. and then scale math. Were you, you know, ever, good, another were you ever good math. at math? Huh? Were you ever good at math in school? No. Hmm. No. No, 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 no. You know, I was. Oh, really? Yeah. I was eligible to enroll into the level up from the standard maths in our college that was called Mathical Methods. Interesting. Yeah. And I chose to do Mathical Methods for my BCE, which is like my SAT score. Well, speaking about math and maths Mm. with an S at the end of it, Mm. that is a very interesting thing to me because as an American living in Australia, math to me is like fish. Fish? Yeah. So when you say, oh, look at the fish, you can be talking about one fish or say there's like a whole school of fish, right? There's thousands of fish. You still say fish. Oh my God. Yes. We had this discussion when we were dating. Maths here in Australia with an S. I've never heard that in my life. You can be a genius mathematician, but you would be the worst grammar student because you're putting an S at the end of math. Right. Maybe maybe you're not good at English. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously we know the origin, right? The origin came from girl math and all these other different types of math. And it started on TikTok. It started on Instagram. And it was this kind of comical way of just being humorous and getting as much, you know, engagement as you can on those platforms. But then it actually has extended itself into a whole other division of gay math. Right. And this gay math is actually a funny way to just make some humor and call out some of our behavior and even just come together as a community. I think it's also some ways to like just make light of taboo topics or taboo judgments within the community. Yeah. Like a top plus top equals looking for a third. I think that has so much depth to that. Because there's a lot of judgment to open relationships or people who have threesomes. And there's also an over-sexualization of two people's sexual preferences and a stereotype being applied to it. Right. Assuming that like, oh, everyone who's gay is going to be open to having that 
open relationship, right. which is not true. Or you have to have a top and a bottom. Or you have to fit into some kind of label or some kind mold. of mold. It can be a, a complex, dynamic, multifaceted mold, but it's got to be something, right? And that's so then not when, always fair to everybody. I agree. So to go deeper into some of these equations, equations, right? Mm. Let's unpack them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are stereotypes. I think they're judgments. Observations, right? Of, of That we have of each other. Mm-hmm. That's coming from within. Right. And we are sometimes our worst critics and sometimes yes. that we we are, you know, we have some even repressed homophobia within ourselves as gay people sometimes that mm. actually reveals more about what we think of ourselves and what we think about other people and the judgments mm. that we have. Well, I think that's why it also becomes relatable and humorous and kind of funny to us is because we get it. It's like that. Oh yeah. Like it has some truth behind us. That's why we laugh and we have a bit of a giggle. So let's start with one red flag plus one red flag equals husband material, husband material, which <laughs> I, I I saw that online and I was like... I think that's general fuckboy energy. Is that like we're attracted to that sometimes? I think we're all attracted to fuckboy energy, but eventually, hopefully you get out of that energy. Yeah. Like if you see one red flag, I mean, you can either acknowledge the red flag and like work through it and bring it up to your partner yeah. or... I mean, it's not going to work. But that, that kind of math is just assuming like we're all toxic and looking for toxic relationships. Right. Which may sometimes happen. Like we spoke about with Love Daddy Trev. There are some red flags that are freaking beamingly red, right? Right. And I think there are some red flags that you have to sometimes work through because no one's perfect. Most people in general regardless of their sexual identity mm. or gender identity, I, I definitely think that people are very quick to call it quits or they see something kind of challenging and sometimes that is like a reddish flag, but it's not really a red flag. It's just something that Ember. they don't agree with or something that is like a, a little misalignment. Yeah, the vibe's off, I'm out. A lot of times it could be a miscommunication or a misunderstanding. Yes. So I actually think a lot of gay people mm. in general through our... Our, my own experience and to a lot of our friends' experiences is that we ignore red flags mm. because we're also earlier on going through our own self-discovery a little bit later in life because we had to come out. Yes. When you are in that process of loving yourself and you're not really fully in that position, you make excuses for other people's bad behavior or poor judgment or red flags. I think we don't necessarily just accept people's behavior was so desperate to find the one and was so desperate to love somebody or the green flags outweigh the one red flag. So I'm going to kind of stick this out and make it work. Okay. Yeah. If your I, motivation is a hookup, right. You're ignoring all the red flags. Like all oh, the red flags don't mean nothing, buddy. Flags. Get the flag and wave it across. All you know is like some headless torso from a picture on an app. Right. And you're like literally inviting this person into your most personal space. Right. <laughs> but when it comes down to building a relationship and looking for someone who you want to have that meaningful lifelong growth with. Uh-huh. Yeah. You need to work through that in a different way. Yeah. Well, hopefully your relationship or your marriage or your connection with one another is so deep that you can have those conversations openly and express everything that you're thinking about or why you act certain ways or where certain behaviors come from, you know, from past experiences. Okay. So let's break down three different Gay math formulas. And let's dive in a little bit deeper on each one. Yes, let's do it. So the first one we're going to dive into is 
Gamath is refusing to eat something off the floor because it's quote unquote dirty. But meanwhile, you invite someone over and eat their ass. Ash? Yes. Oh, the ash. You eat their ass. Okay. <laughs> you eat their ass, bitch. Okay. Um. So I guess that is non-related because that ass is probably very clean. Well, you would hope it's clean. And this is what I was going to say. Like, you never know if it's a random hookup, who knows where their ass has been. I mean, it could be dirty, but I would never ever eat anything that's been dropped on the floor. Correct. You want to know why? You want to do some real math data analysis? Yes. You should actually look up how much disgusting bacteria and disease all over your shoes that you've just like trampled all over the whole city, you know, walking around, getting everywhere really quickly and coming into your house and then walking on your floors and your carpets and like putting your shoes on everything. That floor is disgusting. Yes, it is. And to share something really personal with you guys, we've been trying to make our house a no shoe house. And I can't do it. And we just can't. can't do it. I like, I, I feel so bad making people take their shoes off. I just don't want to be the, like the, you know, you must take your shoes off people. But then when they come in, I look at their feet and their shoes. <laughs> I do. I really stare at their feet and their shoes. Well, everyone always asks like, oh, do you want me to take my shoes off? And we're like, uh, no. Well, we actually no, look at each no. other first and then we're like, oh no, it's fine. But we never wear our own shoes in this house. We don't. Anyway, so I guess you could eat off of our floors because they it's very are clean. that clean. Yeah. So that's, there is a difference. I mean, it depends where the food is dropped. I personally think if it's in our house, I might eat it. Like three second rule. Isn't there like a three second rule? Quickly pick up the food and put it in your mouth. Yes. But I mean, if it's dropping on, you know, a road in the city, I ain't eating that. I would rather eat an ass. <laughs> okay. That's, that's the truth. So that gay quote and that gay math. Math is accurate, I think. Hypotheses discovered. Okay, Hypotheses so discovered. Okay, next. Gay math is not wanting to spend money on rainbow merch during pride season, but spending Two to three hundred dollars on a circuit party ticket. I have never bought rainbow merch during Pride, but I support rainbow merch during Pride. I actually does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I actually I don't really like the commercialization of the merch because yes. it's usually profit that's going to Target. Yes, you know, or it's going to some organization that doesn't need it. But what I really love doing is supporting other artists and queer artists that are doing. Like T-shirts yeah. and stickers and or rather other support a fashion designer merch. that's gay, you know, that has an actual gay label that's ongoing 365 days of the year and right. like support them during Pride and off Pride. Yeah, so I, like if you're gonna buy rainbow merch, I would buy it from nonprofits, organizations, yeah. artists, people who are doing really innovative or fun, independent things. Yeah. Individual entrepreneurs. Yeah, like support your favorite gay artists yeah. during that time. If yeah. you're even if you're like just an ally and just want to support, that's a great way to support. Going to Target and buying a rainbow T-shirt is fine, but I'm like I'd rather still buy the circuit party ticket then. In that case, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. Yeah, yeah, but I would probably not spend two hundred dollars on the circuit party ticket. I would probably go to like a bar or a fifty dollar ticket. Yeah, we can just go to like Molly's or. Um, you know, we Mickey's or the Abbey or something, some, something that's free because yeah. the drinks aren't cheap anyway. Yeah. It's maybe just a rite of passage where you just have to like go to some of these things, but then you get older and you learn the value of, you know, not giving a shit and what yeah. you're spending your money on. But actually if maybe, you're in the, mo if you're in the mood and like we, we could go to a circuit party. Sure. I was actually going to just say, I take my back. I'd rather buy 
the rainbow merch during Pride because now I'm thinking about, oh, we need to buy an outfit for the party. We have to get an Uber there and and back. We're going to have to buy drinks. It's going to be a lot more than $300 or $200 just on the circuit party ticket. I'd rather buy a $50 merch rainbow top from Target and support the community. I'm just going to gay math my way out of that and be like, okay, so now that we're spending $600 on the circuit party and maybe like another two or $300 on the rainbow merch, I'm going to take all that money and I'm going to go to Hawaii. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. Okay. okay. Next one. But then Hawaii becomes a hotel and then it's, it's just, it's a constant, it's a constant never ending financial crisis. Well, I could have a rainbow pina colada. Okay. And I'll be happy. All right. So how about this last one? Gay math is not having any concept of time other than referencing pop albums over the decades. Oh, I like this one. I think this is really relevant. So I will really age myself because I remember a time very clearly in my life Uh when I would say that is a Spice Girls album moment. You know, and if I think about that, that just like that brings me back to high school. So when you think about that moment, what year was that in, honey? That was anywhere from the 1992 to the 1998 period of time. I was just born in 1993. I know you weren't born yet. Is that when um, Spice Girls came out? Spice World. Spice up your life. Everybody ever girl. Spice up your life. You know, I actually grew up watching the Spice Girls and I loved them. Actually, you actually were born in 1993 and Spice World came out in 1997. I know. You know why? Because I remember my mum watching it and all I can remember from Spice World, is that the movie? Yeah. Yeah. I remember them on the bus. Mm -hmm. I still have a very vivid memory as a gay kid Mm. watching the Spice Girls touring on this bus, going and performing their concerts and live performances. And I remember that inspired me to be a dancer. So there you go. I mean, in 2023 will forever be Beyonce's Renaissance tour. Renaissance tour time. Yeah. And I think if you're a Swifty, you can say Eras tour. But then if you're like old school, you're thinking like Madonna. But if you really think about this, this has gone back. Eons. Eons. Right? Because you're thinking share, right? Share. See, that's your share. But then there's a whole nother share that was like before that song, right? Because that was like the resurgence of share for the new millennium. See, when I think of share, my first ever song I heard of them share was Strong Enough. See, that is going to be very sad to a lot of older people who have connected with Cher at a much younger age. Uh, of course. I apologize, but I'm 30 years old. I know, but I'm just saying it's such born. interesting time because like, we think about our times of our lives based on these albums. Yeah. She's not like a pop princess. She's an, a very, very different kind of artist, but like, I was obsessed with Lauryn Hill yes. and Aaliyah yes. and TLC, right. 3LW right. and Vogue. Uh-huh. Like to me, that 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 is like very, very connected to my youth. Yeah. And it brings, that music brings me back instantly there. Well, I think what's really nice about these gay math equations and relating time to artists music yeah time to music is that it also brings back the good memories yeah. it brings back the good feelings it brings back the good times yeah it's really special to think about and correlate those two equations together looking back at these like moments and these different kind of stereotypes or gay maths i i think it is really fun and it's 
it makes you think about the life that you live and it th- makes you think about the times that you had. Mm. And it's actually really cool that we can have this trend that takes off and it's really inclusive and it kind of includes all these different types of groups of people yeah. that just come together and have a laugh and think about what's going on in their lives. Yeah, I think it's really relevant. I think it's always nice to have a bit of a roast and have a bit of a read with one mm. another in the community and just throw some shade lightly. Well. We've laughed. We have. And we have learned and we've done some serious number crunching, I guess. Number crunching solving. (laughs) I want to like obviously reference a lot of the TikTokers and influencers out there that have put together so many of these gay math examples that we have referenced today. And they're fun. Um, Obviously, this is something you can search with the hashtag gay math on any social media platform. Yes. But... It doesn't matter. Like no matter what your formula is or whatever your gay math or whatever math that you speak, the most important thing to remember is that you have to be your authentic self. You have to be reflective and laugh at yourself and also just join in on this revelry. And come up with your own equations that are relevant to your lifestyle. Yes. Well, until then, we'll see you next week on Modern Gates. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Modern Gaze. We hope you're enjoying our podcast so far. Make sure that you follow, turn on alerts, and even turn on auto downloads so that you get our episodes first. Our episodes come out every Tuesday and they stream anywhere podcasts play.